This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dive into the mind of Brett Boone as we turn to the baseball legend to find out what's happening in his life and around Major League Baseball. This is Turning Two with Booney. Here's your host, Rich Herrera. Welcome, everybody, to... I'm not really sure what this is, because normally we do Turning 2 with Booney on Fridays, but today it's Monday. So is this still Turning 2 with Booney? It's still Turning 2 with Booney. Uh, hey, sometimes you gotta you, you got to call an audible, Rich. It worked out this week for us. I'm traveling a bit, so... Uh, oh, so I'm, you've upset the entire Boone podcast It is. It is the Boone podcast, Because Rich. you're running around. Is that correct. what it is? That is correct. So listen, on Sunday, on Sunday we have some key contributors to this podcast that are usually busy. We have the Boone Podcast North up in Santa Clara. We have the Boone Podcast Southeast down in Miami. They're both busy on Sunday and Mondays, and you're going to completely disrupt their schedule. Correct. Correct. All right. As long as we just know that it's because you are busy, we're completely changing the rotation of the episodes this week correct where have you been where are you by the way right now i am in atlanta i love my backdrop it feels feels like i don't know johnny carson maybe i'm waiting backstage mugshot i kind of dig it mugshot i, mug I don't know shot. i kind of like it <laughs> no, i'm in i'm in atlanta what are you I doing in to, atlanta? uh brian jordan former teammate of mine he's got a foundation uh right we were teammates in Atlanta, just played together one year, really like Brian. And a couple of years ago, he invited me to his, his golf tourney. I came out and, um, you know, I've come the last three years. So, uh, you know, there's certain guys that you play with and, and throughout our journey in this game that you'll fly to Atlanta from the West coast for, for his foundations. Brian's one of those guys. So out here, uh, just so like, tonight. So like Ryan Franklin's one of those guys, right? Ryan Franklin, I would do that for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we did we did that. We did that earlier in the year. Right. Right. So you get to hang out, see a bunch of your buddies, uh, spend some time, play some golf, raise some money. So you're doing some good. We're doing some good. Yeah. And usually my my plan on these tourneys is I fly, I take a nap, I go to the quick, quick dinner, I come back and I, I go to sleep. I catch up on my sleep. Then I get up, I play golf, and I get on a plane and go home. But do you win? Uh, I mean, how, you know, you talk a lot about playing golf. How it it depends you, what it is. It how depends good is your on game what right it is. Now? Is it, uh, it's really, to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's horseshit, Rich. It's <laughs> All right. I'm the, I'm the worst I've been in, uh, I'd say 15 years. Well, 15 can you, years. Can, I keep asking you. Why don't a, you go? A, take- I think I'm a I think I'm a seven five index now. My whole my whole golf career, I've been anywhere from I think the lowest I've ever been is a three, but I've kind of hung in that three to six range. And when I'm not playing good, I'm a six. 
I'm a, I'm almost an eight and I'm playing to it. I mean, the putter's been a nightmare. It's been in and out. I've been on, I've been on, I hate to admit it. I've been on TikTok researching. Oh my God. Putter grips, not asking my golf friends, researching Japanese putter grips online. And I, I'll tell you what I've got, I've got one. I've got one. I was sitting at home the other day. What is wrong? I, I'm playing with this you? video and I give it to Krista. I said, Kristen, I went and got one of my, I, I went and got a putter. Be, no, it's, I'm talking grips, not the actual grip on the club, the grip, how you grip the, the putter. putter. So I'm this guy online, he goes, you take your three fingers and then you take your middle two and you cry. And I'm sitting there and Krista's telling me on the video and I got my putter out. I finally got it the way he wanted. I like it. We'll try it out tomorrow. I'll report back. Would you would you take this approach to your swing if you were playing today? Hey, Brett, you're scuffling. You're like, oh, for your last 20, yes, 17 punch outs. Would you go to TikTok to figure out how to fix your no, swing? No, the difference is I'm a professional baseball player. I am far from a professional golfer. So in the golf world, uh, right now, I've never had to think about it. Never cared. Never asked anybody for advice about a swing. I got my baseball swing. I manipulate the club. That's great. Um I, I'm but now I've, I've gone through my I we this is documented. I'm saying I think I talk about it too much. Then I get out on the course and I'm thinking about what I talk about. So no, I'm going to play all right. I'll play good tomorrow. It's a scramble tomorrow, so it'll be easy. I just got to right, so, I got to rip t balls and and hopefully make a putt. All right, let me ask: How good are you in this competitive set, Brett? Um, yeah. Are you better than Lenny Harris? Yes, Lenny stinks. But I don't think Lenny Harris is going on TikTok trying to improve his golf. No, he I doesn't think Lenny care. Harris... he, does, he doesn't care. He's not one of my golfing buddies. Lenny Harris is here. He's at the Brian Jordan uh, tournament. Great guy. Lenny was a teammate of mine for you know why for I years like Lenny. He's awesome. You know why I like Lenny? Because whenever I'd ask him for a quote, I get something from him. Unlike you, he's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Lenny. Lenny. Lenny stinks. <laughs> Lenny stinks, and uh, but do you think he's going? To- he'll hear this though, because Lenny listens to the Boom. Po- he tells me all the time, Booney. Every time the Boom podcast does anything, he says my phone's dinging and dinging. I asked him. I said, you know what? He's the all-time. He's the all-time pinch hit leader, Rich. Right. And I said, Lenny, maybe you're not a big enough name to be on the Boom podcast. We have that kind of relationship, and he laughs. I said, I'm kidding. I said, you are the all-time pinch hit. I demand Lenny Harris come and, on and the I show said, and, and I, I said, you're not worthy. I was kidding with him. That's our relationship. I said, but seriously, Coop, we call him Coop because his favorite hitter as a kid was Cecil Cooper, Cecil Cooper. For, the, for the Milwaukee Brewers. So I said, Coop, actually, I would love to have you on. You've, you're the all-time. You beat Manny Moda. Right. And he said, yeah. He goes, you know, though, I really love listening to the guests. He goes, but I don't think I'd want to be on it. Oh no, Lenny, Lenny, I'm begging you said, come on. No, the but show. Lenny, Lenny's one of my one of my guys. I mean, we have some funny stories. Lenny was, he was for those out there listening that don't know who Lenny Harris is. He played 17 years in the big leagues. He was a utility player for the most part of his career, and a good one. And he would get when I was a young kid, and when I was in Cincinnati, I was a second baseman. And Lenny, one of Lenny's positions is second base, and he'd always say to me, "Booty, come on, man, let me get a start. Let me get a start." Take it That's down. what he'd say to me, and I'd say, "Lenny, I play every day. You're not getting a start." 
once in a while, let him get a start. So I get hurt and I'm going to miss, I sprain my ankle and I'm going to miss three or four days. So Lenny's playing second and, and he, you know, he'll come into the trainer room. Yeah. Boone, just stay hurt for a minute. I needed a start anyway. Thanks. <laughs> three or four days go by and he'll come up to me. He goes, listen, they don't pay me enough to do this. He said, you better get back in the lineup. <laughs> so they don't pay me enough to play three, four days in a row. I said, give me a start. That means once in a while. But uh, yeah, we'll get Lenny on one day to talk. I, I about. want the score from the tournament. I want to know who does better. I'll give it up. Remind me next turning two with Booney to ask me, but we'll we'll get an update for you. All right. But I still don't think Lenny would go to TikTok for golfing. No, I don't think tips. so. Why don't, I, you get, why don't you take lessons? Uh, well, I do though. I, I, I know I no, got a new TikTok grip. Is not a lesson. We've been working about the, talking about the new grip I've got. Uh, that's not it, a lesson. It's hit or miss, but you know, I've been playing this game a long time. I don't need a lesson. Yes, you do. You I just stink, need to you get out right now. I do. But right. That's what happens when you're an amateur. Sometimes you stink. Well, you've got, you've I'll got, get that. I got I've got my, I've got my, I've got my Pebble Beach tournament coming up in about. It don't embarrass us. The counts, the countdown starts now. I got about six weeks. My right, don't by, embarrass us. Out by there. far, nothing's even close. My trip of the year, and uh, don't embarrass. Six me. weeks, I will be ready to go. Six weeks comes, I'll be ready to go. There's a lot of people that are counting on you to represent the Boone Podcast well. You're right. I talked I about will. the Boone Podcast North, the Boone Podcast Southeast. Lenny Harris is a listener. Don't yes, embarrass us. I think you need to get some lessons. No. You worry about you. I'll Can worry you call about Pat, me. I don't you know him. Pat Perez, right? Yeah. Can you you live you live next to Tory Pines. Go out and see if Pat Perez will work with you. Yeah, but what if Pat Perez wanted to work in the cage, had a hit? I, I probably couldn't help him get a hit. So how's well, he going to help me make a putt? Better chance him helping me make a putt than me helping him get a hit. I think it's better him helping you than looking on TikTok. That's true. We'll see. I'll, I'll give you a TikTok uh, update. Uh, by the way. You're on the road. Where where in the world has Brett been? Um, you're in Atlanta right now. Last night, uh, I should say Saturday night, as we're taping this, you watched the University of Southern California almost lose against my Arizona Wildcats. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, one of the best games I've been to live in a long time. Sporting event, I mean. Right. Usually I'm out of there. I'm beating the traffic. I'm home. If it's a baseball game, I'm, I'm on the road in the seventh inning. Football game, five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I'm gone. I uh, went to the Coliseum. Took dad. Uh, sat in the seats for the first half. Went down uh, to the sidelines for the second half to watch the second half. In there. Really cool. A lot of fun. SC was a 20-point favorite. Right. Aaron calls me. My brother Aaron calls me. I'm in where me and dad are sitting in the booth and he goes, are you at the game? I said, absolutely. Yes. He goes, you didn't tell me you're going to the game. Cause Aaron, we both went to USC, but Aaron's the SC nerd. I mean, he, he probably was sitting at home in his living room with his, with his SC Jersey on watching the game. Right. And I'm a casual fan. Of course I pull for SC, but it's not my, it's not my thing. So, uh, they're a 20 point favorite last night. I figure yeah. SC is going to blow them out. What a great game. So it goes 28-28, and SC Brent gets it down to the two. I That's the time for me and Dad to leave. I said, Dad, let's get out of here so we beat the traffic. There were 70,000 people there right. last night. We go to the top. We go out the bottom of the stadium and up uh, where they light the torch. Right. 
And I turn around. I said, Dad, all right, they're going to kick a field goal, and this should win it. You'll know by the by the crowd. And the crowd just, oh, I mean, it's a it's a chip shot. Yeah. They fumble the, the exchange. Bad snap. We get to the car, two overtimes, and then finally in the third overtime, SC squeaks it out. So, but it was it was fun. I had a good time. Uh, Dad had fun. I, Rich, at this stage, I really, I'm enjoying my time with my dad. Getting to go to these events. It's the first time we've both been kind of the point where we could spend time because usually this time of the season, you know, Dad's scouting somewhere right. or on the road, and and uh, I get to do stuff like this with him. It's really cool. And Dad, you know. Dad was having a great time people talking to people on the sidelines, talking about Stanford and how Stanford's better than SC. Not this year football-wise, but just in the big scheme of things. So it, it's pretty cool to go down there and, and give Dad a hard time when he's in, he's in, my, he's in my house, uh, USC. Uh, and, and really, he doesn't have much to cheer about this year with Stanford, whereas SC, I think they're 6-0 and now. Right. But um, – they got a tough schedule coming up. They got to play Oregon and Washington, Washington. So we'll see. What's it like when Brett Boone goes in? Do people recognize you? And do they, does USC roll out the red carpet? SC does. Yeah, they're great. And it's not for me. They do it for a lot of their ex-athletes. And and they have they've redone the Coliseum. They did a three hundred and I was reading about three hundred twenty million dollar uh, uh, remodeling. Right. And I was looking at it when I got down on the field and I was watching the game from there. I was looking across. It is really well done. Really cool. You know, I, I was dating myself, too, last night. I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm looking at the student section. They were right behind me. And, you know, they're going crazy at the end of the game. And I'm thinking, I used to sit there every Sunday and I started counting the years. And I'm like, it was 33 years ago. You're standing there watching Rodney Pete. Right. If it's if it's, you know, I'm watching Marinovich. Right. If you would have told me it's oh 15 years ago, you that, that feels about right. But you're dropping 33, and when I was a freshman, 36 years ago, time flies, Rich. Time yeah. flies. But the Coliseum looked great. They got a win, snuck it in, 43, 41, I think. When does Aaron get to go to a game? Well, he's he's on the East Coast. I know he, he doesn't go out go much. Um, he's coming out for for my daughter's wedding next month. Maybe if there's an SC game, we haven't talked about it in the middle of the month when he's out here. I think he'll be out here for a week. So okay. I'm sure he'd want to sneak it in if he could. <laughs> I Well, I love the fact that he walks around on Saturdays wearing his SC jersey. Yeah, he's he's all in. SC yeah. and Eagles. Yeah, SC there you Eagles. go. Um, Let's talk a little baseball. What do you Playoffs, got? Wild, uh, wild card is over. Mm -hmm. We did our preview. Uh, we did our postseason preview with Tyler Kepner. And then you and I did something last week. First day of the LDS. Give me your thoughts on, on what we saw in day one. You saw the Rangers up in the Orioles. You saw the Astros continue to be the Astros and beat the Twins. But I'm going to start in the National League. Phillies over the Braves 3 nothing, And then the Diamondbacks absolutely destroyed Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers. So let's start with the National League. Um, I called you last night. You were at the game. I was at uh, Mr. Ons having sushi, and I called. And I said, "Booney, your picks stink." They don't stink, though. I've, I've got Houston. Who do I have? I got Houston. I got the Dodgers. I've got Texas, and I've got Atlanta. They're down one. Um, Phillies game. 
the big key to that Phillies game, what I mean, and they to shut out Atlanta. You didn't expect that in game one. Suarez takes the hill. Controversial. Thompson bring takes him out uh three and two thirds innings and just threads the needle through that bullpen to, to pitch nine innings shutout baseball game one against the Atlanta Braves. Uh pretty good, pretty awesome. And I and I look at it, uh Stott gets the big knock. He's been he's been big for him in the postseason so far. Um, and they pretty much Phillies just kind of ham and egged it. They ham and egged it. Strider pitched well. Strider, we talked about Strider, the opening uh opening first game, right. second round of playoffs, opening starter for the Atlanta Braves. Seven and zero in the regular season against the Phillies, but he's 0-2 in the postseason against the Phillies, both in Atlanta. A year ago, and 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 you you look at it, I the seven and zero in the regular season, and you look at that record, and you go, Phillies don't see him very well. But all of a sudden, they're two, the Phillies reverse that on them and are two and zero in the postseason. Um, we had a little controversy. We had the catcher's interference um, on the Braves. Ended up being just a great baseball game, great pitchers duel on both sides. How hard is that? How often does just that ends happen? up three nothing. How hard does that happen? Can you make that happen? What does a catcher do? Break that down. I don't know that I've ever, as a hitter, uh, had that called on me. I, I don't think I've ever swung and hit the catcher's mitt. Maybe that catcher, he gets a little aggressive. It, it's probably based on petcher, catcher where he's set up, hitter. I was always in the middle of the box, middle to the front of the box. Some hitters get in there, they put their back foot on the back of the box. If they're in the back of the box and they hit the ball deep in their stance, that's their type of hitting. They, you know, you hear hitting guys always say, catch the ball deep, let it travel. Well, the real good hitters do do that. I mean, it's kind of a cliche. Everybody says it now, but the real good hitters do let it get as deeper, as deep as they possibly can. Now combo that with your back foot on the back uh, of the batter's box then you're going to be vulnerable for once in a while. And it doesn't matter, Rich. It doesn't matter if you hit the glove. If you hit a string on the glove, it's catcher's interference. And now with that super slow-mo, uh, they can knock it down. You looked at the reaction uh, of the Braves catcher, Murphy. Uh, he didn't even he didn't even challenge it. He's just like, yeah, I know I the bat hit the strings, and it was over. But I, I think game one, that's going to be a great matchup. It really is. I mean, the Phillies, we talked about the Phillies in the wild card. They just had the. They had that look in their eyes. Philly home field advantage is unbelievable there, but they're in Atlanta. You know, a year ago they beat Atlanta. There, Atlanta's a different ball club this year. They're better, the best team in baseball. We've said that all along. But if Phillies have had that look and to go in and, and ca- kind of capture Game One, that doesn't really surprise me that much. Next up is is Max Freed, and that's a he- and that's a lefty heavy lineup that Phillies and Max Freed. He's given them trouble in the past. Lefties in general give the Phillies more trouble. So game two uh, could be a different outcome. Bryce Harper. Bottom line is Phillies. Yeah. Wheeler, their number one, their horse. He's going tomorrow too. So it's it's tough. Phillies steal another one, especially in Atlanta's ballpark. It's a different ball game. So it's kind of in these five game series, unlike the three game, I don't like, I like the three game better than the old schedule where it was just one and done, but three, you lose one game, your back's against the wall. At least these five, at least these five game series, you have two games 
So you, you, you just can't lose two games. You can lose one. You're all right. Atlanta wins the next one. Now we're even keel. You go to Philly, hostile Philly. If it takes a game five, you come back. So that's going to be, that's going to be a great series, but uh, Phillies get off to, they steal one in Atlanta, one, nothing. All right. Everybody else and their brother has their take on what happened with Clayton Kershaw getting knocked out in the first inning. I'm going to go to you for something a little bit more in depth. Talk to me about Clayton Kershaw. They had the error to begin the ball game, and then he just couldn't get out of that first inning. Yeah, funky. Uh, that ball to uh, to lead off the game, the center field kind of botched it in center. And uh, Clayton, being the pitcher that he is, being the you know first ballot Hall of Fame guy that he is, one of the greatest lefties of all time, uh, you usually shake something like that off. All right. You know, I'll pick you up, but it was just boom, 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 boom. Probably an inning like he's never had before. He went one third of an inning, gave up six. I did the ERA. I believe it's a 162. I don't think Clayton Kershaw has ever seen anything like it. Um, He got one out. He got one out and it was six, nothing. Uh, last thing I think anybody expected. Home field, Dodgers won 100 games again, explosive offense. They got their horse on the mound, and it's 6 nothing. And the game was over pretty much after that. I mean, it was 6 nothing. You get to the second inning, and uh, they make it 9 nothing. Carroll comes up. Carroll, what a good player, this Arizona kid. Stole 56 bases, hit 25 home runs this year. Uh, the rookie of the year, probably. Uh, he hit another home run to make it 9 nothing. The game was over in the second inning. Didn't expect that game one from Arizona. In my matchups, I called him David and Goliath. That's Arizona and, and the Dodgers. And, uh, wow, David's, David's doing well right now. This Arizona team, 84 wins. And they've, they're they 3-0 and in the postseason, and there have been three no-brainers. Uh, Dodgers got their work cut out for them. They got Miller going the next game for them. And uh, Arizona's going to have their their ace back on the hill in Gallon. This team's as hot as anybody in the postseason. This Arizona Diamondbacks team, probably the least likely to do it. If you, I, I would say, if you check the board in Vegas a week and a half ago, they were probably the highest, the the, the best odds you could get to to make a run. And they're doing it right now. Um, pretty impressive. They're doing it with the long ball. They hit four more homers against the Dodgers in a laugher. They went eleven two. We'll see how it stacks up next game. Come back to Kershaw though. Yeah. A lot of people beating up on him. I'm a Giants fan, so, of course, I'm going to run my mouth. <sighs> future Hall of Famer, but future just and, struggles. Future, in the, and, future and not even close. Not even close. Um, but if, but if I'm going to – but hold on. I, I tease my friends that are Dodger fans saying he's the best regular season pitcher in the history of baseball, which right. is my backhanded slap at him is if I'm going to be in the postseason and I've got a game on the line, money on the line, I'd rather have Madison Bumgarner out there, who's not a for sure first ballot lock Hall of Famer, as opposed to Clayton Kershaw. Um, Talk to me about that, because no, I, I see what you're saying, and and there is an argument for that. I, looking at Kershaw, he's got 32 starts in the postseason. He's got a 4.49 ERA versus a career ERA in the regular season in the twos. In the twos, he's 13 and 13. Okay. So for the average guy, you'd think, how lucky are you to have 32 starts in the postseason? That's first and foremost. 
Uh, so his stats, what I mentioned, 32 starts, 4-4-9 career in the postseason, 13 and 13. For the average pitcher, for the for for the normal big leaguer out there, that would be just fine, right? He's doing fine, but it's Clayton Kershaw. It's Clayton Kershaw. So I understand uh, the critiques. Gonna be, he set the bar a little higher. I mean, they talk about Clayton. You talk about Clayton. You're talking about uh, you're talking about one of the greatest lefties in the history of the game. We're talking with the Randy Johnsons and and the Steve Carlton's before him, uh, the great Dodger. You, uh, you saw Carlton as a kid. You played Kofax. with Randy Johnson. Kofax. So if you're going to throw that out there. Yeah, right? he's that good. And, and okay. his numbers back that up. So the bar is going to be set high. The only thing I can think of it as a comparison is the position player comparison. And I look at a Barry Bonds, and it's documented on this show. I've said it a million times. He's the greatest hitter to ever walk this earth. At least the greatest hitter I've ever seen in my lifetime, in my 54 years, uh, either on the field against uh, anything I've ever seen. Until 2002, people considered Barry Bonds a failure in the postseason because right. he didn't do that well. Now, there's a difference, okay? There's a difference be between being just a player in the postseason and the man and Barry Bonds in the middle of that lineup. People don't have to pitch to you. They're going to pitch to you differently. They're going to make it tougher. Barry Bonds squashed all that in 2002 where he had an unbelievable postseason. But I think I, I think Clayton, he's been there so much. He's, he's done so many great things in, the, in this game. I think he feels a little added pressure like, you know, my regular season stats don't match my postseason. And I think it just it's just in the back of his mind every time he goes out there. I think yesterday, wow, nobody expected that. One third of an inning. Normally, you fight through every. You're, you've made an error behind. Well, the he fought through. He's he fought through, up, right? right fought without through. a doubt, without a doubt. Kurt, Clayshaw Kershaw? fought fought as much as all he had yesterday. But you he gave up he six, and you got out. one. Well, that doesn't mean you're not fighting. Right, you're fighting your you're fighting your ass okay. off. Okay, so this ain't I, I guess that's the conversation <laughs> that we had yesterday. Right. Because as I'm as I'm sitting there running my mouth, like most sports talk show hosts do, you what did you tell me yesterday? Rich, this game is a lot harder than you than you think it is. Well, th th there's a misconception on on terminology, I guess. When I hear on the radio, on TV, people how they characterize baseball. Not fighting through is nothing's going my way. My team's making errors behind me. I ain't got it tonight. They're and on I just every quit. pitch. I'm not full, and I'm looking in the dugout for that manager to come rescue. Come rescue me, right? That's not fighting through. Give hey, throwing everything I got, and just they're on every pitch. And by the way, that inning, every ball was smoked. Right, every ball was smoked that inning, and the only out he got, I think, was a bullet yeah. to the shortstop. So it wasn't like. He wasn't fighting. It's just I ain't got it tonight. And and when I do throw a strike, they're all over it. That happens. And and it's not that you feel for him. No, I I don't feel for him. I feel for everybody. I, I know how hard it is. I know in the postseason to have a bad game what that's like. When you're the pitcher, it's a little more magnified. But that being said, when you're a pitcher and, and you go out there and you shove for seven innings, it's magnified the other way in a positive way. So you know, as a pitcher, when you're the starting pitcher in the postseason, it's on you. When you're great, you're on the cover. You're on the cover the, of the newspaper tomorrow. And when you're bad, you're on the cover of the newspaper tomorrow. As and a every position player, is ripping you. 
as a as a position player, I can go out there, do my job, play good defense, go one for four. It's not going to be talked about. Okay, let's jump over to the American League. Rangers win the early game on Sunday. They now have a commanding 2-0 lead going back to Texas. The Astros and the Twins split in Houston. Twins win on Sunday night, 6-2. Give me your thoughts. Uh, Texas, man, Boats got these guys doing it. Now they win three to two. It's not that Baltimore came out in game one didn't didn't play well. Uh, they did. It's a good baseball game. Texas won three to two. That's all it was. Um, this young Evan Carter kid, he's he's had about three four weeks in the big leagues. He's he's getting on base every at bat. He's got a great eye, wise beyond his years. He's twenty one years old. He's really picked up the slack for those guys. Uh, and and Boach yesterday just threaded the needle. I mean, he knew he had Montgomery and Evaldi for game two and three, but he knew he had to get through game one. He starts Haney, and then he brings Dunning in and then threads the needle throughout uh, that bullpen. Gave Chapman an inning, which he came in and was great. And LeCurk, LeCurk which is their new closer, uh, shut him down. This team is I, – I, I'm, I'm starting to look at this team now a little bit differently. Today, Montgomery – they end up winning 11 to eight, 11 to eight. And the game was a little bit more, uh, the, the score really didn't tell the story. It was a blowout. Texas Rangers blew them out 11, eight. I know it's only three runs, but it was, it was, it was more of a blowout than that. Um, Seager walked four times. It was done in the fifth inning. The game was over. Um, Montgomery pitched four. Gave up four, but by then it didn't matter. It he he was he was on the bench between innings so much because of the long innings uh, that his offense had for him. I I just look at this team. I think the starting pitching is enough. I've come to the conclusion with the Texas Rangers, their starting staff is enough. I know Max Scherzer's chomping at the bit, trying to get back if if they're in the next round. Um, the offense is more than enough. It's threading that needle. In the bullpen, you get to Leclerc. I think you're in good hands. It's whether Aroldis and I think Chapman's going to be a key for that bullpen, because Chapman right now can be come in and be lights out and be throwing a hundred, and you've got no chance offensively, or he can throw three off the backstop and give up a four spot. If Chat, so Chapman's the key for me in that bullpen. They've got to get it from the starting pitchers through that bullpen, and it goes through Chapman. He's the key to that bullpen and getting it done. But Boach. Back to Bruce Bochy in, in the two games uh, so far. He's just a he's just got such a steady nature about him. You just look at the you know you're on the end of the bench, and I can picture myself right now. You look at Boch, and he just gives you a look and gives you that ha ha ha. He's just he's so good at it, and and you know we we've, we've discussed this. He he manages uh, with urgency in the postseason. You you we, played for him. Play for him, had him on the podcast. That 98 season was his first World Series with the San Diego Padres. They got they got whooped by the Yankees. Then he won three in San Francisco, and he said, Booney, I had to learn how to manage with urgency. Well, if anybody's doing it to a T, it's Bochi right now. And he's got Nathan Avaldi throwing uh, next game down in Texas. Um, jump to the other one. Uh, the Twins and Astros. Twins and Astros split in Houston. Right, six four game one. Uh, Verlander, unbelievable. Uh, went six scoreless. Uh, his last 
game, his last three games, he's got eight innings, five innings, six innings. He's given up one run in his yeah. last three starts. He looks like he's 25-year-old Verlander. Uh, and the good thing about that, he started game one. He's going to be available for game uh, for game five if necessary. Um, equally tonight, the Twins come back and they even up the series with Pablo Lopez, and he's been as equally brilliant. He's got 13 innings roughly in the postseason. He's given up one run. He pitched seven scoreless tonight uh, and just had that, had that offense on their heels all night. Um, this is a battle. This Twins team's good. This Lopez kid's being one of the stars of the postseason so far, starting pitcher for the Minnesota Twins. He's really making a name for himself on that big stage. He's a great pitcher. Um, this is going to be a battle, though. This is going to be a battle. That lineup for Houston is so deep, it just doesn't go away. With Brantley being back, he's been out the whole year. He's been a big part of a lot of their postseason runs. He's late in that lineup. And then you go to McCormick, their center fielder, who's got 20 home runs as well. He's hitting eighth or ninth in the lineup. It's just a deep, deep lineup. Alvarez, Altuve, this Tucker kid's one of the best young hitters in all the game, led the league in RBIs this year. This is going to be a battle. I still think the Astros are going to come out on top, but it's not going to be easy getting there. Um. It's been fun. This postseason has been outstanding. Um, let's see. Let's figure out. Do we have time to do what Boone's watching? Are you watching anything? Are you going to watch I, Loki? <laughs> Loki is coming out on Disney Plus. Do you have Disney? No, Plus? I'm, I'm. I'm waiting. Yeah, I do have Disney Plus, but I'm have waiting. Have you watched for... any of these? No. I'm waiting for the the rest of Yellowstone and 1923. I mean, how long are they going to hold out? Are on? you going to go see the Expendables? No, absolutely not. I rarely go to the movies anymore. I'll go. My son went to go see The Expendables the other day. No, said it was a lot of CGI, but it was enjoyable. I'll go to a Denzel movie. Uh, Right. I don't go to the movies anymore. We have too many options at home. You have too many apps, and you can get too many, too many movies right now. All right, so we'll hold off on what I'm not watching anything until after the after the baseball playoffs are over. You got it. All right. Um, time for uh, hashtag Boone approved. You ready? You got it. What do you got? What for is me the? Tonight? I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with Ken Griffey Jr.? Have you noticed how about that? Since- how about him? He's popping up on all the postseason commercials. On it's every great. commercial, have you noticed ever since we saw him at the All Star Game? Now he's popping up on every commercial. He is. He's the kid. He is. It. It's. It's. And and it was funny. And his wife's like, great in it, Melissa. Yeah. You know, so they're who- in the new um, insurance commercial. The Geico. The Geico commercial. I think it's the Geico, yeah. But I'm wearing my umpire hat on the podcast today for Jim Joyce, who's the supporting actor. Oh, that's right. He's he's calling him out. And then he's calling Melissa, him out. Melissa at the end says, hey, that's a cute shirt. And Joyce is just, you're out. You're out. That's pretty. It's pretty cool. And so I want to know, hashtag Boone approved. We know that the kid is awesome. Right. And we know his wife is wonderful. She's doing a great job. I want to know, is Jim Joyce, the actor, Boone approved? Absolutely. Absolutely Boone approved. Love Jimmy Joyce. Uh, all our time together. He was with me my whole career. And uh, He's got the big Fu Manchu mustache. Yeah, yeah. Getting getting into the action uh, postseason on the big commercials. Absolutely, Boone approved. I think it's it's great all around. I just laugh at Kenny sitting in the house. Kenny and Melissa sitting in the house pretending that's their house. Hey, we <laughs> like everything about. <laughs> I 
I laughed because I didn't realize it was Jim Joyce until our friend Tim Cheetah had posted on social media that he goes, hey, that's the uh, hats off to Jim Joyce. Yeah. Very the cool. new voice of Geico. Um, I love when I loved when when Junior is raking leaves and then Jim Joyce goes over there and kicks the leaves up the way yeah. that Aaron kicks dirt. Yep. It's good. That's that's good. I, I was hoping though that um that commercial's a little bit of an homage or a ripoff of a friend of mine who did a commercial years ago where he was standing in the front yard like that raking leaves. Raking leaves, that's right. Check it out. Boone Seattle Mariner commercial. I think it's about 2002. Right. Check it out. I have a I have a, a, a leaf raking. And it just that's like it just like Kenny. I was hoping he was going to. Yeah, do the mine's clip. mine's better than Kenny's. I, I love agree. Kenny, but th- that commercial, that that uh, leaf raking commercial, mine's right. better. Yours but is I, better. I, I like the I like the supporting actor actor and Kenny's better. I'm a, I'm, right. a, I'm a Melissa Griffey fan. Yes, as we all are. Um, I thought, but he just showed up on every commercial. Yeah, it, he's cool. it's either it, he's on. It looks like every commercial this postseason. Junior is one of those guys. His, he's a Tiger. He's a Jordan. Yeah. He's just, you mentioned Junior. It, it's just something that just, kids today, uh, six, seven-year-old kids who, who are never even close to being a thought in their parents' mind when Kenny was retired. They know who Ken Griffey Jr. is. You hear that name. It just, it's, it's wow. baseball. He's everything you. baseball is, you know, he's just junior with the perfect swing. And he's just, he's one of those guys. Well, I laugh because I'll go into baseballism in Scottsdale. They have a store in old Scottsdale, the, you know, the brand right. I brought you, we, uh, my wife's hit you the t-shirt turning two, right? But I but see I'm... kids in there buying Ken Griffey junior t-shirts that are eight years old. They never saw Ken play. Right. They know who Junior is. They know who Junior is. By the way, second Boone approved. Do you have you ever worn a jump man piece of clothing? Don't think so. I don't think I have. Junior. A little something for the effort for Booney. A little something for the effort. Yeah. Would, right. would you would you like it? Wear it? Sure. Wouldn't you wear a jump man shirt? Sure. Shoes? It it, it I don't uh I don't crave these things, Rich. But I know, but I just I'm not opposed to wearing them. I'm just a little something for the effort. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Junior, don't be afraid to give us a call. (laughs) All right, is that all you got? Upgrade Fred's wardrobe. Yeah, I'm done begging for stuff. Uh, The one thing I will beg is I'll remind everybody: Hey, I need you to help us out. Spread the word of the Boone Podcast. Make sure that you like us. You give us a rating. You share. And uh, leave a review if you enjoy the program. Uh, what do we got? And leave up a on the review. Podcast? Leave a review about the the drapes I got. These drapes are great. You look like someone who you look like Sander Van Oker in the State Department reporting the news. I, I like it. Some reason, like in the nineteen like seventies. Yeah, I like it. I dig it. I'm Brett Boone, live from the State Department. Never know where I'm at. Uh, uh, what do you got? Who's coming up on the show? We're going to stick with uh postseason theme. We've got a, yeah. a couple guys coming on Robert Flores from MLB network. And, and then, uh, Rope yonder. Flow. Yeah. Yonder Alonzo is going to be coming up this week. So 
get their take. I get sick of listening to myself break these these playoffs down. So we'll, we'll get some takes for some some guys that do this for a living and and are watching these games closely. Looking forward to both of them. Okay, so right now in my bets, when was the last time you played golf? Oh, you lost to Ernie. I got whooped by Ernie. Yeah. Right. So you owe me five five dollars, ten dollars for that. Five. Five. Let's go double or nothing. Lenny Harris beats you in the Brian Jordan oh. tournament. Oh, okay. You, you, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a hundred to one odds on that. We're still even. <laughs> All right, so I got five dollars, hundred to one odds. Right, Lenny so it's five hundred or even. Right, you Lenny, got it. Listen, done, done. Lenny Harris. Let, let's. I'm gonna give. Can I give a little shout out? Can I talk to yeah. Lenny for a second? Listen, Lenny. You're the greatest pinch hitter of all time. You know what that means? You are clutch. You have ice water in your veins. If I need somebody, if I've got, if I, if the game's the line and I need a knock, that manager could look down the, look down the bench for all those years, 17 years of baseball. They look down the bench and go, Lenny, get a bat. The team needs you. And you came through more than anybody else in this game. Lenny's going to love you tonight. I did have dinner with him and I told him he was going to be a part of the next podcast. So, uh, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna have an earful here soon when when this goes live. So Lenny, here's what I'm telling you. Here's what I'm telling you. Hey Lenny, Manny Moda was better. How about Lenny, that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> when the breaks are up against and the boys really need it, like tonight, we need you to bring into the Brian Jordan Golf Tournament tomorrow. We need you to come up. Doesn't All matter right. who you're facing. We you're need done. you to beat Boone. You're done. <laughs> I'm gonna gong you. I can't wait to get that five hundred dollars. Mike, gong him, gong him, would you? I can't wait to get that five hundred dollars. That's it for the Boot Podcast. Uh, as we go out of order, but this one's for the beginning of the week. We'll have more podcasts coming up for Brett Boone. I'm Richard. Thanks for joining us, everybody.